sacrifices for various mistakes. Among them, there is a sacrifice called an, an Ashim Tali, a sacrifice you bring only if you are unsure if you made a mistake. If you did a made a mistake on a, in a sin that Hashem has the doing the karis shkasa chatas, if there are sins which if you do them do them on purpose. There is one kind of punishment, not a sacrifice, because sacrifice is only for sins done by accident. So if there is a, let's say, um, a consumption of a forbidden fat by accident, which um, if you ate that fat on purpose, the punishment will be karis, the soul's cut off from Hashem and the person dies young, God forbid. So if you do that on, by accident, then there is a carbon called a chatas. That's a sacrifice that's brought for um, uh, a sacri- that's a sacrifice brought for a sin that if it was done on purpose there will be the punishment of karis if it's done by accident a, the, car- the, the sacrifice is brought is a chat however let's say you're not sure you ate the fat you had two plates in front of you one of them had kosher fat one of them had forbidden fat and you don't know which fat you ate so in that situation the Torah says after the sacrifice called an ashram tolik a guilt, a maybe guilt offering. You may be guilty, and therefore you have to bring the sacrifice as an atonement. So it's a sacrifice that's offered for a sin that may have been done. So if the sin is done, done on purpose, karis, souls cut off, hashem. Done by accident, it's carbon chatas. It's done, um, you're not sure if you did it, then you bring this other sacrifice called ashim toli. So today we're going to focus on this sacrifice. The halacha is, that if someone takes an animal that's meant to be offered in the temple, and he takes it outside the temple, and he slaughters it outside the temple, so then he has a, uh, he gets, he is punished. But what the question is, what if he takes this sacrifice, which is brought for a maybe sin, what if he slaughters this out of the temple? Is he also, um, does he also get the same punishment or not? So there's an argument. The reason for the argument is, is this considered a real sacrifice? One opinion is, it's not a real sacrifice. It may not be a real sacrifice because he may not have done the sin. And therefore, he didn't slaughter a sacrifice outside the temple. He slaughtered a maybe sacrifice outside the temple. Since it's only a maybe sacrifice, so therefore he is, um, he is, he is not responsible for slaughtering um, and a, a sacrifice outside the temple because it might not be a sacrifice. Other opinion is no, that it's a regular sacrifice. Yes, the cause for the for the sacrifice is because of a maybe sin, but right now it is a sacrifice like any other <laughs> sacrifice. And since he took this and he brought it outside the temple, he slaughtered it outside the temple, so therefore he gets the same punishment as any other sacrifice. So how do we look at this sacrifice? Is it a for sure a sacrifice or not a sacrifice? So some say it's a regular sacrifice. Some say it's not a regular carbon, not a regular sacrifice. There's another other um, discussion about this uh, same carbon. Again, you're only liable to bring the sacrifice if you know, if you're not sure if you did this. So these two plates, one is from, uh, what's that place? Lenny's. Yeah. One is from Lenny's and one is from uh, Papa Gino's. And uh, you're not sure. Uh, okay, find out Papaginos. Papaginos doesn't only it's only milchik. Uh, okay, no, actually Papaginos probably has so anchovies and whatever. Anyways, so you have Lenny's and you have Papaginos. 
and you're not sure which one you ate from. And then you discover in the garbage, you discover the uh, the Papaginos, therefore you know the other tray that was there was, was Lenny's. So that means you didn't do the sin you thought you did. You, were, you weren't sure, so you put aside Elsie in the backyard to be your sacrifice, to be your Ashim Toli. And then the next day you discover Elsie, you actually aren't the sacrifice because this whole thing was just because I thought I'd made a mistake, but I haven't. So what do we do with Elsie now? One opinion is Elsie is now back to normal. Elsie is not considered a uh, carbon at all. She lost her sanctity, her uh, yeah. her stage at the um, at the temple is, is now uh, no longer needed, and uh, she's a regular animal. Other opinion is no. In any other situation, of any other sacrifice, if a sacrifice is supposed to be brought, let's say, and you lose the sacrifice, then you find and, and you offer a different animal instead, and the first sacrifice is found, you don't just let the animal free. The animal sends out the pasture, and once the animal is uh, has something that developed some kind of blemish once the animal has become injured in some way then the animal can now be redeemed because it's no longer a regular uh, it loses its 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 ability to be brought on the altar and therefore it's possible to be redeemed so since this animal is a regular offering it doesn't lose its status as a regular offering just because you discovered that you did this in for sure uh, let's say you found papagino's um, you found Lenny's in the, in the garbage and, and you discovered that must be that it was Papa Gino's that you ate. So it's for sure you did a sin. And therefore you don't have the, uh, you, you, you wouldn't bring the maybe sacrifice to Asham Toli, you bring the Karmel Khatas. Yet Elsie um, still retains her uh, status as a sacrifice because she was sanctified, she was dedicated. So, so these are the two discussions we have about the Asham Toli. One discussion again is what happens if you slaughter it outside the temple? If you get the same punishment as slaughtering any other sacrifice outside the temple, if you did it on, if you did it on purpose, the punishment is karis. Did it by accident, the punishment is katas for slaughtering an animal outside, for slaughtering a sacrifice outside the temple. Do you get that punishment for the ashram holy? And the second discussion is um, if you discover that you did sin or you didn't sin, does the animal now revert to a regular cow or not? So. Maimonides, it seems, has a contradiction uh, in the way he gives the halacha, and not only the Rambam, but even the uh, the uh, author, the original author of this ruling, the Chachamim. It seems that they also zigzag in in what they um, in how they um, classify this sacrifice. On the one hand, they say. That if you brought this animal outside the temple, you slaughtered it outside the temple, Maimonides and Chachamim rule that you are not liable the um, the for for offering a sacrifice outside the temple. On the other hand, Maimonides says if you discover the next day that uh, you haven't done the sin or you have done the sin, the animal still remains holy. Why? Ramam says, because since a person really bothers them, their mistakes, therefore when you set aside this animal, you didn't just set it aside in the event that this animal will be needed. You put the animal aside with your whole neshama, with your whole heart and soul. And you said, I want this to be atonement in case I, in case I ate papaginos. You really cared, it really bothered you. And therefore when you put this aside, it was at, at, at any, in any, um, any event whatsoever. 
And therefore, this animal remains holy even if you discover you have or haven't sinned. It's, it doesn't matter. The question is, if we don't look at, if we look at this animal as a definite sacrifice, because you put it aside no matter what, so how come you're not responsible for slaughtering it outside the temple? So the answer is like this. There are two parts of an, of an offering. One part of it is human, and one part of it is divine. From your perspective, when you put this animal aside, you have dedicated it dedicated to the temple no matter what. From your perspective, this is going to the temple. It doesn't matter what's going on. This is going to go to the temple. That's how you look at it. And therefore, indeed, it, it, it has a status of a sacrifice and it does not revert to a regular, it can't go back into, uh, can't go back to passion. You put it aside, it remains holy. On the other hand, then there is the divine quality of the sacrifice. Is this indeed a sacrifice? When we go into heaven and look at the way heaven accepts this, does it accept it as a regular sacrifice or not? So the heaven knows whether a sin was done or not. And therefore heaven cannot consider this to be a regular sacrifice because heaven, looking at it from the perspective of the, the divine element in the sacrifice, the, the holiness that's conferred upon it from on high, that doesn't have the same status in Ashim Tali in that aspect as in other sacrifices because it's something that only can be conferred upon on high, by on high, but it's not something that a person can contribute in with his own decision. That's something that, that has to do with the way Hashem looks at the animal. And this animal, not necessarily, is it a sacrifice. And therefore, it, it not, therefore you're not liable as you would be if you slaughtered an, a sacrifice outside the temple. Here, this might not be a sacrifice. Heaven may not classify it as a sacrifice. The Rebbeinu Yonah says that there's an unusual rule about the sacrifice. Regularly, um, in order to... Uh, offer a sacrifice in the temple for, for a mistake, for a, for a mistake that was done by accident, the animal has to have, has to, has to qualify. What makes it qualify? It has to be worth a danka. A danka is a small coin. However, if you are not sure you did this mistake or not, it has to be worth 48 times more. A danka is a 24th of another currency called a sella. The, the price of the sacrifice that is offered for a mistake, for a suffix, for a, a, um, for a situation where you're not sure you did the sin or not, that the requirement of the cost of that sacrifice is 48 times more. So you're able to offer little old Elsie for a mistake on accident, but you have to get a serious bull if you want to um, have an atonement for a sin that's done, if you're not even sure you did the mistake. So that's what Gemara says. Rabbi Yonah says, why? If it's a sin you did for sure, there's a very little cost. If it's a sin you're not even sure you did, it's a huge, 48 times more. Why is that? So he says, I'll tell you why. When you do a mistake on, by accident, you know you've made a mistake. So then you recognize it, you feel bad about it, and, and you are able to um, rectify the situation because you are contrite, because you, 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 um, you care about it. However, if you're not even sure you made the mistake in the first place, you don't even know anything was wrong, if you don't even know you made a mistake in the first place, so then, so then you don't really regret it. In order to instill in a person this sense of deep regret, even for this situation where he's not even sure, 
made a mistake. Therefore, he is li- he is obligated to bring this much more expensive sacrifice in order to uh, convey to the person's heart that this is, is something he should pay attention to. That's what Benu Yonah says. So the way he explains it, it's a very subjective and personal thing. It has to do with the psychology of a person who may have made a mistake. But the problem was like this. These sacrifices were atonements that were offered for various mistakes. The reason they, they, these various sacrifices atoned for various sins is because of, of what those sacrifices were. Not just about what the person feels, but also because of what they were. In other words, the various requirements of the sacrifice are not only subjective, they're also objective. Because of the various kinds of mistakes, therefore there are various sacrifices which are brought. So Rabbeinu Yonah's explanation is very good for the person himself. That's why he is required to pay more. But the sacrifice itself, the, the, the fact that it costs more, and it's a different kind of sacrifice, informs us that there's something more severe about the sin that's, that may have been done. Even more severe than if he knows for sure he's done this mistake. So you understand, how could it be that if not sure you made a mistake, that in a way is worse than if you know for sure you made a mistake? So explanation is like this. Chaim, Chaim. Darizal explains, Chassidus explains, why is it in general that a person has to offer a sacrifice for a sin that he did by accident? Not his fault. He didn't want to do it. He didn't realize that it was Shabbos. So you flip the switch, you turn the light on. He didn't know this particular deed was done by accident, was was considered forbidden. He did it. I mean, there is a concept in the Talmud that someone who is ignorant, some considers the sins they do on purpose as accidents because they weren't really they weren't really brought up that way. They don't really know. Versus someone who is learned, even the accidents they do are considered like 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 sins they've done on purpose. But as it may. The um, reason why a person is liable for a sin he's done by accident to bring a sacrifice is because the fact that he subconsciously has gone forward and done something without even thinking about it, that indicates that there's something in him that's connected to this. In other words, he as a human being, his animal soul, his... his, um, it's not just healthy, it's unhealthy, it's, 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 uh, it's excessive, it's attached to the wrong things in an unhealthy way. And uh, therefore, because it's unhealthiness, because it's, 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 he's made it to be a more dominant force in his life than it should be. Thank you. We, Anna said the Living Torah last night. Living Torah last night, I mentioned to this uh, emissary of the Rebbe, was feeling like he should quit his job, and never said basically, you have a reason to be happy, even your animal soul should be happy. The animal soul is a part of us, the animal soul should be happy, that's true. Um, but there is an unhealthy happiness in the animal soul, the unhealthy attachment the animal soul can have. That's actually the reason why um, the analogy that's given for um, for the Asham Tali is if a person may have eaten 
fat, non-kosher fat or kosher fat. There are many sins that could have been done, may have or may have not been done. Why is the sin that's chosen the, uh, the, 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 the fat specifically? The answer is, in Hasidus, fat is associated with pleasure. Like it says about Amnacham Shinobel, the reason he was physically large was because he enjoyed saying Heishmerava. He had such a, a, a pleasure from saying Heishmerava. That means Heishmerava is... Uh, it's, it, you, know, you know, when the Chazan says Kaddish? Yeah. So, thank you. so the, thir- the third Amin in the Kaddish, Amin Heishmerava, Baruch Hu So he had such a pleasure in saying Heishmerava that it actually caused him to become large physically. Um, maybe some of your patients have a similar condition. Maybe oh, wait, we got to translate the full words. <laughs> May the, your great name be blessed forever and ever. So when some when, when he would say that, he had such love in his heart that made it made it infected his body. Where it says also about a Roman emperor, a certain Roman emperor, when he discovered that he was a Roman emperor, he couldn't take his shoes off because his feet became so fact by hearing the good news that he no longer fit his feet and he couldn't take his shoes off and he had to like see one of his enemies in order to, uh, to get his shoes off so um, so, the, so so fat in general is associated with pleasure so the question is where is your pleasure where wh- where is your enjoyment what's what's going on what's going on inside if you do a mistake make a mistake on purpose it's interesting. In 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 uh, the Gemara, in Judaism, a sin done on purpose is called an oven. An oven means crooked. A Jew can't really do a mistake on purpose. He always has. He always has to justify it. Like the ankle on me last week. He has to. He has. It's a certain thing he wants. He has to do. He has to uh, do. He has to take a job which is not allowed to take. He has to work in a non-kosher restaurant. So, so I I tried to convince him out of it, and he's like, I have to. I don't have a choice. That's how Jews make mistakes. That's our classic way of making mistakes. Make mistakes by saying, I have to. I have no choice. We, don't, we can't say, you know what, I'm doing this, I know it's wrong, but I'm doing this anyways because I want to. Doesn't, you, have to you have to like justify it somehow. That's sins done by, on purpose. Sins done on act by accident. You, know, you, 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 you didn't know it was shot. But the reason why that requires atonement is because that indicates there's something about you that's attracted to this thing without even thinking about it. That, that indicates that subconsciously, this is who you are. It, it, it shows on, on something, if you make a mistake on purpose, you do a sin on purpose, so then at this moment, you have the wrong thoughts and the wrong feelings, and therefore you went and did something. Okay, so, so you know what it is. It has a beginning and has an end. And, and you could trace it to, to, to what was going on. It may be indicating some deeper problem, true, but there's still a beginning and end of, of the definition. You're an angry person, therefore you react angrily. Okay, but you did something you wanted to do. But if you do something by accident, that shows there's something subconscious, that shows an attachment to the mistake that's, that's deeper. That's... However... If you don't even know you made a mistake, that's even worse. Why is it even worse? Because if you don't even know you made a mistake, that shows that this attachment is, is something which does not even even bother your system. If you made a mistake, and then you discover you made a mistake, so then you you do something about it. You decide, okay, I, I need to offer this sacrifice. I need to move on from this. This was a mistake. This isn't good. You, you make a movement in you because you say... Oh, this this thing wasn't the way it's meant to be. So that's for a mistake that was done by accident. However, if you don't even know you made a mistake, 
then if you don't know if you ate Lenny's, if you ate Papaginos, you don't know if your pleasure is in holiness or not in holiness, why don't you know? Why is it that, that, that there's this doubt? That means that this thing doesn't even bother your system. The, the, your, your pleasure, your enjoyment, your you is in question. That, that, that the fact that it, it doesn't bother you, the fact that there's something that you, you could naturally move on, that, that's something, that indicates a deeper, deeper attachment. And therefore, it's, it's, it, it's not even something which you, need, you reject. You don't even know if you have to reject it. If we're talking about from the perspective of heaven, how heaven measures this, so heaven may say no mistake was done. There was no mistake. What are you talking about? The guy ate Lenny's, it wasn't Papaginos. However, if you talk about the person, the fact that the person could have this question, he doesn't know, that means that his attachment to this negative thing is so deep and therefore it doesn't even bother his system. Therefore he can have this question. That, that, so there's a whole, that, that's the, the meaning of the Gemara's choice. Is his fast, is his pleasure, is his enjoyment, where is it? And that's why the halacha is required that he bring a, a much more expensive sacrifice. I mean, it's being a more expensive sacrifice. Why? Because there's something deeper in him that, 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 that is causing this uh, complacency with, with, this, um, with, this, 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 with this action that was done. From the perspective of heaven, we look at action. What was done? The halachic ruling of the divine court is, did he do it or didn't do it? However, from the, in his human psychology, the fact that he doesn't even know that's deeper. The Rizal says this. The Rizal says that if a person is careful not to eat chametz on Pesach, he is promised that he will not sin all year. If he makes sure not to even eat a mash with tiniest bit of chametz, he won't sin all year. The obvious question is, what do you mean? He has free choice. How could he be promised? He loses his free choice because he didn't eat chametz. The Rizal is not referring to sins done on purpose. The Rizal is talking about sins by action. You're careful with the chametz. You're careful not to have a mash of chametz. So then, there won't be, you, your animal soul won't be predisposed to gravitate towards the non, not good things. You did make a mistake with the chametz. Then you may make mistakes. Okay, but if you don't even know you're making mistakes, if you have a question, you made a mistake, that shows on a deeper and more subtle issue, more of a, 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 a more of a complacent um, place that your soul has with mistakes. I know it's hard for uh, our. Uh, um, it's, 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 it's a little. Maybe sound a little counterintuitive. No. Yeah, yeah. You get it or you don't get it. Yeah. You get it. I get it. Okay. So so I'm, I mean, I'm just I'm just off. I have this attack. I must have this problem in me, <laughs> which is uh, not letting me accept this. Thank you, everyone. I needed that. All right. But uh, that's that's my issue. I, I don't I don't accept this. But this is the truth. All right. But the problem. Anyways, we're gonna get ready, rid of our comments. We'll be very careful to get rid of our comments. We'll get rid of all the negative, negative energy as well. There's a prayer we say, we say every Shabbos from chapter 19 in Psalms. Shkiyas me, Yavin, who can know their mistakes? Stars like any, clean me from the hidden things. The stuff inside of us, which isn't the way it's meant to be. And uh, on purpose, yeah, at the beginning, yeah, you did it, you know. An accident, there's a subtle connection, there, there's deeper connection. Deeper, it's about your you, not about what you did. But if you don't even know you made the mistake, that, that speaks of something which is so... The, the soul is is so comfortable with the negative that just sits well there. It doesn't doesn't even bother you to go go do something. Okay. Side point. Yeah. I, this uh, this uh, 